0: You're really welcome to another episode of Fit Mind Fit Business. And today I was inspired to do this podcast from a client of mine, a session that we had last week, which was all about her saying to me, Look, Sarah, I am a personal trainer, I'm not a therapist. Can you please help me with this client? And so that inspired me to create some content around that because I remember. Me going through a very similar thing that my client was going through about 15 years ago when I got the first client ever who was opening up to me about things that were really not to do with food and fitness. And so I found that hard to navigate at the start, and then I learned how to navigate it, but maybe you're a health and fitness coach and you're feeling frustrated with clients that are sharing really deep concerns with you that are going beyond eating and exercise. And it is really easy to think, look, you know, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a nutritionist, I'm not a therapist. However, you're more therapist-like than you think. And in this podcast, I'm going to help you to turn your client's turmoil, that emotional turmoil, into kind of a, a, a... a meaningful change moment for them without getting outside of your lane okay so by the end of the podcast you're going to kind of know what to do with that um when it comes up so you might not have encountered it yet but sooner or later i think most fit pros and nutrition coaches experience that certain kind of uncomfortable moment and it could be that they lay some heavy duty stuff on you. Uh, Maybe they just started out in a new job and they're really overwhelmed or maybe they're being bullied at work or maybe they don't have a a really good kind of relationship with their mom and their mom is criticizing their weight and now they're struggling or, you know, maybe they disclose something that's really serious like sexual abuse or trauma and childhood abuse or financial debt, uh, worries like that, for example. And, you know, maybe they're, crying and they're looking at you and, and and it's like whoa okay um all of a sudden the room got a bit smaller and you know maybe your brain goes blank and you're just feeling really uncomfortable and you just you just don't know what to do you know I just felt absolute anxiety dread I had no idea what to do um and so new new fit pros I, I find really fear this and um, and it's it's when your client is expecting you to start being their therapist, really. And of course you're not one, but, you know, I've heard this so many times from clients, I'm not a therapist, but I think that no matter where you come from or what your profession is, um, or culture, you know, you, you might be thinking this. And the thing is, I hear you. And it is really uncomfortable when someone lays that problem on you and you're just like, whoa. Um, and they're asking for help outside that expertise. And, you know, you're not a therapist and nor should you try to be unless unless you are actually one. But um, sometimes we need to be therapist like um, because they, you know, therapists don't let their clients affect their inner lives. Um, they actually empower that person to do something about it on their own. And that is the key thing here. So I just want to help you in this podcast to learn how to turn those kind of really uncomfortable, awkward moments into an opportunity to do really good work as a coach um, and, and and how to stop letting clients kind of just shit on you, you know, just just, you know, shut, splurting all their stuff out, um, you know, and then what to do when you're just all up in your head about it. So I think that change is the game here as a as a, um as a fit pro a nutrition coach so you 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 can you can use this as an opportunity you really can so the client that came to me for example she had a client who was a who was kind of a high powered client working really 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 high up in in business in in um in in law um and you know she felt the pressure to keep that job and, and the status and everything but she just was really stressed she wasn't eating she wasn't sleeping she was really unhappy um, and she broke down to my client and she just said she just feels really overwhelmed and it turned out that she she had other hopes and dreams she wanted to be an actress and her family just really didn't approve they were all lawyers and she just felt she had no choice and so you know, the overeating wasn't working for her anymore and the stress and she just wanted to try something new. So, you know, through the work with my client is that she realized she needed to kind of ditch that, that job. And so my client helped her through my coaching module, module seven in my program FBA, um, on how to get that messy moment and that emotional breakdown and handle it properly and have a breakthrough. So you know, you have a system for handling it. And that's how I helped my client to help her client. So two things that you do that a kind of therapist-like is identifying and helping your client to notice that moment of change of like, shit, I can't do this anymore. It's affecting how I, how I move my body, my exercise. It's affecting how I'm eating, okay? Um, and then your job is to help them to develop an action plan once you've explored that problem, once you've looked into the problem deeper. OK, so with step one is is to listen and to stick with your client through that discomfort by saying, like, you know, you might be saying, you know, this is really uncomfortable and I don't know, you know, what to do here. That's OK. That's the reality. Stay in that. OK. Um, And it could be this is shit. OK. You you might know exactly what your clients go through yeah but you're both human so you can find a a common ground so you can emphasize show empathy and let the client know that you've seen them that you've heard them um and that you're present without judgment so it could be that you listen and you're saying something like wow i can only imagine what you're dealing with yeah or wow that's really tough Okay, and then in your nonverbal language, it's about adjusting your body language to let them know that you are there, that you're paying attention. So that could be nodding. It could be using open body language. The other important thing is just listening and observing carefully. So gather up some information and don't rush to react. Wait and then process it and then respond thoughtfully, like listen to what your client is saying through their lens, okay? And then help your client to talk it out. So it's like, what do they need? Often they just need to listen. They just need empathy. They need to be known. They're heard. Um, And then you will eventually come up with an action plan, all right? And we'll talk about that in a minute. But just let that bad stuff be heard and understood first before you move on. Why? is because If they're able to talk openly about those worries and concerns and get all those thoughts and feelings out, they'll then feel kind of supported and safe and just a bit reassured that you'll stick with them through that time. So when you don't immediately try to problem solve, yeah, you know, you're actually giving them a vote of confidence. And so when you allow them to be heard without taking the next steps really quickly then you're showing them that they don't, they don't need to be fixed. They're not a problem to be fixed. They're not broken. They're just they're going through something tough. So when you give them that space, you'll find that they actually start to solve it themselves on their own uh, before the session's even over. And that, that's what happened with my client. So even if they don't, you can just let them recognize that they've, you know, what they've given you and that you'd like to think about, start thinking about strategies with them, all right, we well, you don't have to put it all in action yet. So for example it could be wow well, that's 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 definitely plenty to think about Mary if your client's name is Mary for example um you know I can I can really tell that juggling you know those really long work hours and and spending time with your kids and your husband and then making time for your health has really been you know playing on your mind so thanks for trusting me with that So just feeding back what they've said if they're saying you know maybe I, I think I'm gonna, gonna get divorced and I'm really unhappy with my husband or my wife and they're like, it's affecting my eating, is you're just acknowledging that and you're saying, wow, that's a lot to think about. And so then from there is you might just pause and say, look, you know, I tell you what, right now, let's not focus on fixing anything. Um, I just wanna make sure that I really get where you're coming from. Um, and I'm gonna ask you a few questions here and we're just gonna explore it a bit if that's okay. And then you might say something like, "Look, in the next few days um or before our next session let's let's have a think the two of us about where we can go from here, okay, so you're not trying to you know solve it there and then you're exploring the the plan so once once you've explored it and you've asked them um maybe and you've looked at like what things the client has already tried to improve this situation so you know have they tried to go to a counselor or a marriage therapist? have they tried outside help have they have they tried adjusting things um have they worked have they measurably worked? what other options are available and then just looking at well what what action steps could you take together could you develop together um, you could also look at looking for patterns so you know, it could be that they're just not aware of their patterns because they're so stuck in that hopeless loop. For, so it could be that you're saying, look, you know, as I've read the food diary and progress tracker and I've listened to you describing what's happened, um, you know, when when you've been arguing with your husband for the last month or more, and then you've just ended up on the couch, like eating Oreos and, and drinking wine and, and not going to the gym at the weekends, for example, um I'm really, I'm really struck by the fact that it seems like a kind of a, a theme that keeps occurring over and over again for you. Um, you know, does it does the pattern sound familiar to you? Uh, what seems to be repeating themselves as a pattern, and then just bring the client's awareness to that pattern so they don't try and change it. You know, they might be like, yeah, actually, you're right. That is happening every weekend or whenever it is. So you just want them to notice and name. Their own patterns and tendencies, and and getting away from saying you know how bad that they are in choosing um, these behaviors and feelings and thoughts. Okay, so that can be really really helpful. And then it could be you know let them identify just what what feels so bad. So it could be like what feels the what feels like the absolute worst part of this, or you know what bothers you the most about this situ. And they might be well, it's just my husband is not listening to me. And he won't even talk. And so I'm turning to food for comfort, for example, right? So just once you've got kind of noticing it, naming it and, and giving a voice to that, then it just gets so much easier. So you could recap them, recap that to them, you know, and then help them let go. So it could be like, you know, okay, so the situation you're describing is like a bit of a a tug of war and you're exhausted from struggling so what if there was a possibility of you just letting go of the rope a little bit so what if you if you stopped focusing on maybe counting calories or um you know eating good foods okay and that can happen slowly so is there something small you could let go of like the counting calories or you know maybe it's them thinking they have to do 10 sit-ups a day or something like that, okay? Um, So it's going over that with them and then it's looking at, um, you know, empowering your client but not taking on your client's problems, setting boundaries, not taking on their pain because things go wrong when you take the pain from them, when you try to fix it, okay? When you hold on to it rather than just being a witness or, you know, like a companion on the journey. So it's when you feel responsible for their change and their development and their growth that you take on that pain. Um, You know, so if you're saying, well, my clients are supposed to check in every week and they don't, and that must mean something about my coaching, or they're not progressing, I must be a bad coach, or my client's really unhappy, I've got to fix that. And, you know, it's just, it's not your responsibility. You've got to you know let them keep their pain themselves and and you can you you can't take on that you know your emotional well-being is so so important so you know you you also really want to prevent when they're in pain that they start to kind of throw their shit at you and that could be like doing nothing it's kind of that passive aggressive you know i'm not going to fill in the progress tracker or the food diary or it could be that they're showing you resistance actively of you know this is this sucks like i can't or i already know that i know how to eat greens or you know um or it could be that they have a lot of baggage and that they're unintentionally unpacking that you know whatever is that baggage is in their life on you with a bad attitude and with harsh words um or it could be that there's just a constant drama like always problems and a bad vibe um and so you know, it's not that they're bad or messed up. It's just they're normal, but and probably lovely, lovely people, but they don't know what else to do. So, you know, they're just like, oh, I'll hand it over to you. You're a personal trainer or a nutrition coach. So if you take that pain and you internalize it, you're letting them kind of throw shit at you um, and you're not calling them out on it, then you're going to get exhausted. So start kind of, by understanding for yourself that it's their stuff and let it that it gets to stay with them so that means you can look at the situation way more calmly way more objectively um with your client and you can say yeah it does stink but you know here's here's what we could do about it that's related to our work together okay so Change comes when that, when the pain of not changing is just way bigger than the pain of changing. So we need pain for growth and development. So let them work through it, yeah? Um, but don't keep it for yourself. So it could be that you choose to be curious. So asking clarifying questions, engaging with your client as the expert in their old, old their own lives and helping them to find solutions instead of just like, well, I'm an expert on this. Um, it could be that instead of trying to fix or avoid or get away from the problem, you could bring more awareness to the problem and notice and name what you observe. So it could be look, from my perspective as a personal trainer, it looks like X. Does that match up with your understanding? And help them face and move through it. Instead of saying, we, how are we going to solve this? You could use language like, you know, as a personal trainer, I've got a few ideas, but I'm curious, what would you propose to try to deal with this? Yeah. Um, Instead of offering immediate solutions, you could find out from the client what's already worked, like what has worked in the past with this, even just a bit. Um, You know, if they're saying, what do you think I should do? And you're trying to be really decisive, okay? Ask the client to offer ideas first. It could be, you know, well, that's a hard one. I've, I've got some thoughts, but I'd love to hear some of yours first. And then the other thing, is that we need to really really set those boundaries. So reminding them of what's inside your 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 kind of personal training superpower and be really clear. So it could be, well, marriage counselling is outside of my powers, but what I can speak to you about is building a plan to help you eat well during that time. We've got half an hour and I've got to finish at 10:30. And then stand your ground. Okay. So that's really, really, really vital here. And then it's like looking at well when is time to call an actual therapist or maybe a trauma informed personal trainer? Um is, you know, it's when it's when it's just it's it's you're in over your own head when you just you know, you just can't handle it and it's time to to refer it out. Is maybe, you know, they've been it's been months that they've been maybe low mood, depressed and distri- despite trying things with them, they're just you know, you're really starting to wonder if they're actually depressed or um, even after you encourage them to let go a bit, you know, maybe they're exhibiting kind of disorganized eating behaviors or restricting or binging and really preoccupied with food. And that's where that it could be outside of your scope of practice. And you might be feeling also anxious and dreading any message from them or like you're just constantly putting out fires or fixing things with this client or and dealing with their issues and that you're just always overwhelmed and in, in over your head. um. Maybe you're just distracted with it and, and preoccupied and consumed with their dilemmas and I had that for a long while. So if you recognise that, it's time to call someone in a support network and refer them to a specialist. And there's no shame in that at all. It's a team effort. So what I did and what I teach in my program FBA to my clients is how to outsource. So that might look like um, a psychologist or a psychotherapist or a counselor who specializes in body image issues or disordered eating, um, but that can also manage common mental health stuff like depression or trauma or stress or anxiety. It could be a physiotherapist, a chiropractor, an osteopath, a medical doctor, a men or women's health specialist. It could be a massage therapist, make a list and have it ready and then you know you might worry oh I might lose business by doing that but you won't the opposite is true because when you get your clients the help they need they're going to succeed way quicker and way more and they'll feel like you've got their back and then they're going to stick to the plan and get more results and also the other professionals can refer back to you because you're not alone so look for support anywhere and everywhere and refer clients then who need it so um, you know, you also could get a support team. So you might be feeling really overwhelmed from the demands of coaching, and you might need some anxiety counselling or therapy. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it could be a trusted colleague that you bounce ideas off. And um, you know, because because personal training is amazing but tough work. You you can't do it alone. You know, whatever you need to be a great fit pro, get that support before before you wind up burnt out. Because that's what happened with me. And, you know, it could be in the form of a mentor, whether it's, if you know, you're welcome to DM me on social media if you need help, but it, it doesn't matter if it's me or another coach, it's having a mentor, I have a mentor and have done for years, is so that I can get help with that type of thing, you know, so... I, I think what's important is just to pay attention to your discomfort when you know when a client's coming up with this is you know do you try to cheer them up or do you do you just try to run away or do you take on their problems um, as your own and looking at what is that is it that makes you feel uncomfortable in this situ okay um, help clients recognize those that chance chance for an aha moment to change um, smell out the shit that they're throwing at you and don't put up with it. And build that referral list out and tune in tune in to, to how you feel. Because if you're feeling burnt out, then you also need support. So I really, really hope this has helped. And like I said, this is a smidgen of what I cover in my coaching module within my program, the FitPro Business Accelerator. So if you do need help to attract clients or you need help with current clients that you have even on coaching them better, then send me a DM on social media or check out thefitprobusinesscoach.com. All the info is there. I really hope this podcast has helped. I'll see you on the next one.